This is the EPLOG audio experience. Finding calm in the chaos. Finding deep thought in a world that talks or acts too much. Why is thinking our survival kit and how should awareness be nurtured in an over hyper world? Hello and welcome to Voice of Achievers with me Yashika. Our guest today is Chetan Vora, an entrepreneur, writer, cinematographer and thinker if I may say so. Chetan has worked in a few films in Hindi cinema as a cinematographer. But what brings his creativity alive are his book series called Sochu. A series of books for young children pushing them to think beyond boundaries and build meaningful experiences as they grow. Since its launch in March 2021, Sochu has sold more than 60,000 books in India, making it one of the highest selling self-published books in the country. And other than Sochu, Chetan is also working on an animated film and a series of graphic novels for young adults. He discourages the hero and villain story being served to children and actually talks about much deeper concepts while they are young we deep dive into the world of childlike energy and adult like deep thought on this very interesting episode welcome to the show chetan so happy to have you thanks thanks ashika thanks for having me chetan why is thinking our survival kit so uh we came across this uh, thought because we were we wanted to make entertainment for children that was non violent and uh, i got together with two of my uh, best friends who always wanted to write but never wrote so then our thought came to this uh, place where we were like if there's one gift that we want to give our children it's the ability to have their own thoughts and it came from this whole process of discovering uh, k you know uh, every animal has a certain trait right for its survival so like a bird has wings so it can fly away uh, a snake has venom so it can catch its prey mm. uh, so similarly we start started wondering okay, what is our tool for survival and uh, if we just now imagine everything that we've been doing i don't think any of what anything from what we've achieved as a species would be possible without the ability to think the way we think yeah and so So that's what we figured that uh, that thinking is our tool for survival, and we need to nurture it more and more. And I think we're just in the beginning phase of nurturing this our ability to think and our minds. And I think uh, I think as a species, we're going to go <laughs> go somewhere very further away from where we are now in the future. <laughs> Chetan, what interests me is you're not even a parent, are you? <laughs> and you talk about uh, you know nurturing. Uh, the ability to think and you know these deep concepts for children how does that come about and why do you think is you know we are of course there are uh, workplace environments there are entrepreneurs so many startups today working professionals today and uh, more often than not in conferences in um, lnd meetings we are talking about these deep concepts that need to be nurtured in professionals today but you're going a step back or rather a couple of steps back and you're sort of sowing the seeds early on 
where does one draw the line that okay this much is what should begin in terms of teaching these concepts young and then you know it moves on from there and then starts bearing fruit so uh, so again like we've researched a lot on this right because when we were writing all this we're like okay we think we think we want to say these things to children but is it okay to say to exactly. give such high yeah 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 so we researched a lot on this as well and if you go back and listen to the best children's writers there have been in the world they've always said that uh, don't ever write down to children if you're writing down to them you're wasting their time beautiful yeah they say that children this is i think this is uh, cs lewis or eb white one of them okay um, but uh, that's what they said they said that don't ever write down to children if you write down to children you're wasting their time children are game for anything they say that uh, we throw anything at them and they just throw it back at us and they have a great conversation so if you really want to go deep you can really pick up a deep philosophy from every book but if you want to have fun uh, you can just have fun with it um so that was our thing that we want to make it in a way that it could work for anybody and then uh, you know there there are three year olds who really dig the philosophy we're talking about yeah so in a world where we'd say that oh that's not for a three year old we're yeah. probably limiting three year olds uh, abilities in fact this actually brings me to a conversation i was having with one of the uh, children's books authors and uh, uh, we were talking about how concepts in children's books are as applicable for adults uh and of course you know in this case you are you know sort of turning the table and saying that you know the concepts that we are teaching in or talking about in conferences are actually you know taught younger now um when we say thinking like think like a child again at the same time we teaching this these concepts to adults there is a certain dichotomy there how can children or thinking like children help adults cultivate and nurture creativity i think first we'll have to figure what does it mean to think like a child right yeah uh, because if you hear that somebody will be like what no man you can't do that you're an adult you have to be responsible you have to make decisions according to the to the knowledge and understanding you have of the world and all of that um so you'd probably want to just discard this whole thought that you should think like a child but i think what thinking like a child means is that you're open is that you don't think you know everything yeah is that you've not already made up your mind about things uh and you're okay with uh, accepting that you don't know everything so when we can bring that uh into our way of thinking and as as an adult um i think that leads to understanding other people's perspectives and when we understand other people's perspectives i believe that brings in creativity it brings in harmony it brings in so many beautiful things so that is why i would i would say yes think like a child in that way we we live in a day and age and uh, i'm not i'm not particularly looking at children but uh, overall as a species we're such distracted human beings today that um, there's something or the other calling for our attention and we are sort of uh, you know we succumb to that uh, either it's the screen it's the mobile screen it could be the laptop it could be your netflix and chill and so on and so forth when we're talking about a deep concept such as thinking uh, tell us what the relationship between thinking and awareness is and how can it be nurtured so um 
you know this is a conversation that i was having with uh, with one of my mentors his name is vishwas and i studied experiential education uh, with him and uh, when we made sochu and then the sex so the first series of sochu is the thinking series and the second series is the feelings series so it's based on feelings and emotions so when i told this to vishwas he was a little he's like but feelings come first man like thinking comes much later you start feeling first all that starts appearing before thinking uh, and then we went back and then i was sitting with my team and then we were thinking about all of this and we thought that yeah he's right that feelings do come first we start experiencing feelings much before we start uh, thinking the way we're talking about thinking i think that it's only when we start thinking about it that we start reflecting on our emotions and start understanding them and so uh, in that sense i think that the awareness of whatever we're doing only comes when we start thinking about it and when we start reflecting on it um so if we can bring i i think if we bring that into our lives where uh, where we're open to being wrong we're open to thinking about it and reflecting on whatever is going on i think that brings in the awareness and i think that's how i think thinking um brings it and uh, you know it's what's interesting is that we we're like you were saying that we're such a distracted generation yeah. right i over the last 4 years or 5 years i've seen a switch in me and my friends because earlier we're all these uh, party generation right yeah <laughs> so earlier the only way to socialize was that we go out and party yeah uh, and nowadays it's so different like now i think we go even though we go out uh but we're like sitting on a table and we're having these deep conversations and that has become a way of relaxation and unwinding for us and just last night i was with a friend and we were talking about uh how some places uh wind you up and some places unwind you yeah. so now we started trying to go to places where we can unwind rather than get wound up <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i i think that's what uh age and wisdom does to you um but you know talking about you know these concepts and like you said you know you're you're having these conversations and these conversations are what sort of tick you when you're um you know going out with friends etc after a certain point in time in your lives in your career tell us alongside thinking what are some of these concepts that need to be developed nurtured or ones that we are possibly forgetting or are being sidelined because we aren't paying much attention to it i think one of the big ones is community is uh you know there's when we were researching so much of the stuff that we want to write uh, one of these great studies that we came across is this apparently the longest study that was ever done um it was like a 70 year long study where they figured um they uh, measured uh, people and what they were doing in their lives and all of that and by the end of the 70 years they wanted to see who what bring what brought happiness to people nice and in that they realized that it wasn't the money it wasn't success it was not uh, any of that uh, what brought happiness to people was uh, when somebody could uh, somebody had good relationships somebody would be able to have a conversation with the person who comes to drop off your milk uh somebody who will while they're walking by on the road and they see somebody who maybe works for them or something they'll stop and have a conversation ask them how they're doing and all of that and genuinely right not not just not not for the sake of being cordial and being nice but like they're genuinely interested to have that conversation if we can bring that into our lives we believe that we'll be 
I don't know, like, I don't want to say happy because I feel like it's become uh, become one of those words that we're overusing now. Yeah. But I think there's a there's a sense of fulfillment in living that life. And then beyond that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether we become successful or not. We still wake up every day with a spring in our step. Kind of um, extending this uh, to another level and uh, talking about this chaotic sort of space that we are living in or functioning in how do you find that calm within the chaos and of course you've got to be relevant and move with the world the way it is uh, you have chat gpt today and you'll have some other ai technology tomorrow so uh, the calm within the chaos for me i've i've found it fully yeah? like i I like bathe in that calmness <laughs> and I'm so happy about it. And I think for me, it's just do less. Do less. Uh, nice. Because we, you know, we live in a world where everything outside tells you to do more, do more, do yeah, more. Like yeah, yeah. Is enough, right? And, uh, and it's not like, it's not like there's somebody out there pushing these buttons. It's just that we've somehow uh, maneuvered to this way of living. It's nobody's fault. But if you can let go of that and not be affected by the energy of the of the world outside and you can be okay with doing less i think that brings in that calm um and less is enough this is so beautiful uh, chetan i love that uh, i love how you talk about this because yes we do live in a world and we've been sort of uh, made to believe that doing more is the way to be and is the way to thrive in that sense, doing less and do, knowing what you must do, it's like picking your battle. So you pick what you must do. Yeah. So that was my second point on this, that uh, to be relevant and all of that, right, in the world, how to still be relevant in this ever-changing world. So my thing about that is that uh, don't get lost in what the world wants you to do. You do what you want to do. You know, uh, <laughs> it's a very radical thought in today's world. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> in fact, you know, uh, because it, you've spent so much time researching um, about how is it that you must be showcasing and putting together these deep concepts for younger children. Um, I want to know which one, because you're an adult doing this research for younger children. So as an adult, which concept struck you the most while you were having this or doing this research? But if you want that one piece, right, um, that I would say that was the reason that I started writing for children is because uh, I realized that in a lot of adult uh, content, I feel like adults are in some sense stuck in their lives. And they're very, uh, they're not so ready for change. Uh, whereas with children, it's very different. With children, you can throw them whatever you want and they're going to look at it and then uh, they'll try it out at least. And they'll see if it works for them or not. And then they'll decide whether they want to go with that thought or not. But they're open. Children are open to an idealistic world. Children are open to a concept that might sound unrealistic. Adults will uh, look at the unrealistic concept and be like, ha, this cannot happen don't know enough about the world but children are not like that children are open uh i think there's they they they're not stuck in their ways because they haven't seen enough so somewhere i'm saying that uh to be naive and be vulnerable and be open or not know enough is a great thing 
<laughs> you know that brings me to what is it um, you know with younger people the younger workforce professionals entrepreneurs um what aspect or if you were to name one aspect or one thing that we need to get unstuck from what would that be i'd say wanting to be successful wow okay and why do you say so because in that need to be successful we change who we are and i'm saying don't change who you are the magic is to be who you are and when you do that to the fullest it'll take it'll take a while but you will create something that does not exist in this world you will create something that nobody else can create uh, but when you want to be successful and you change yourself for that you will be creating something that anybody else could create beautiful what does achievement mean to you i think i think more than anything it's uh, it's what it's you know that howard study that we were talking about earlier i think that is achievement if i can live that to the fullest uh, and i i already see myself doing that every day like over the f- last 5 years i believe that i feel that i've changed so much yeah uh, and yeah if i can do more of that if i can i don't know help someone or just talk to other people try to and see what's going on in their lives um, be curious about other people uh, and not be stuck with uh, whatever i know already um i think yeah i think that would be success how would how would you actually you know uh, how would you uh, portray the concept of achievement to a younger child to a child i would say that uh, oh that's cool that's interesting so for if i have to say this to somebody who is much younger yeah my thing would be that the way to or achievement is when you when you want to do something like you suddenly figure that oh this is what you enjoy doing or what you like doing and then you'll get these ideas right about what you want to do about it and if you can focus and get yourself to slowly slowly work towards it and actually do that one thing doesn't matter whether that's a big thing doesn't matter whether it's a small thing doesn't matter whether it's successful or it's going to make a lot of money or not or whatever but if it's something that you want to do and you manage to do it slowly slowly i think that's achievement how beautiful is that i love the i i love the child's explanation more than the pretty much explains <laughs> why we're talking about this uh, you know teaching the the concepts when they are young but uh, how lovely to cheers to leaders and nurturing leaders like you are um lovely having you thank you so much for being on the show chetan thank you thank you so much ashika i had a great time and i think you had such a beautiful way of having this conversation so thanks for this thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section do rate us on apple podcasts if you like the episode subscribe or hit follow voice of achievers on apple podcasts google podcasts hubhopper spotify geo seven gana or wherever you get your podcasts from send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover don't forget to tune in next week again voice of achievers on eplog media